Hello and welcome back to Running the Table, a tabletop role-playing game podcast all about running and playing your favorite tabletop role-playing games. I am your host, Keith, and today we will be starting a, a discussion on something very important, uh, but we will be starting it with a couple of stories I'll be reading. Now, the topic of discussion that I will want to talk about and will be using this episode to set up with these stories is, well, roughly about how to handle players that have certain expectations and refuse to communicate them. Now, I have gotten a lot of write-in comments and questions about a lot of a lot of what goes on in tabletop role playing games falls on the person running it and it it does there's no denying that but i do want to use this episode and these stories to hopefully emphasize that all sorts of tabletop role playing games are a collaborative experience while it does fall on the person running the game and telling the stor- the primary part of the story to kind of drive that sense of camaraderie and to help drive the plot forward and come up with aspects of the world for people to interact with, it falls on everybody who is at the table to play well together and to understand, communicate, and empathize with each other and the player's characters and even the story that the uh, DM or GM is telling. It's a team collaborative effort. And that is kind of the topic of these stories. So I will get started with very first story on this topic. Greetings, everyone. I hope you're all having a better day than I am. This is how it starts. This is not a good sign to the opening of a story. Here's the situation. Currently, I'm Dungeon Master for a group of people online, and I am a very new Dungeon Master. I've run modules and one-shots, but this is the first large-scale homebrew campaign I'm running. I posted some time ago about one of my players being bored, generally during the games, and received a lot of helpful tips to make things entertaining for them, and for that, I'm grateful. Sadly, the situation wasn't fixed, and yesterday it kind of blew up. During today's session, my group was going around a certain town trying to uncover bits and pieces of information about a cult, which they have been investigating for some time. At one point, the same player asked if it was possible to visit a merchant so they could restock on some items. I was completely fine with it, and they quickly found themselves to a provision store. Once inside, I described the place and the attendee, a burly man named Silas. That's when the problems started as soon as I got into character. This player gave the heaviest of sighs, audible through the microphone. I wasn't sure what the problem was, so I stepped out of character and asked if there was anything wrong. Their response was, to put it plainly, devastating. What followed was a 20-minute-long ramble about how my game and myself wasn't good enough. 
The player told me that I shouldn't try to make character voices or accents as I wasn't good enough for them. Also, they told me that they were sick of playing with a new DM that had to constantly have the DMG and the player's handbook at his hands. He said that I wasn't doing my job by learning the rules by mind. There were a lot of worse things said, but I don't remember everything. I put a lot of effort into this game, at least for my standings. I spent about a year, when I still wasn't a DM, world building, which is very hard for me, to be honest. I'm taking acting classes, oratory classes, and improvisation classes to try to be a better DM, as I really enjoyed it. But this ramble simply tore everything I had done in the past months asunder. I was frozen and didn't really know what to say. My other players tried to defend me and all, but this particular player wasn't having any of it. That's when they said something that really cut deep. He told me I should just watch Critical Role properly, which it is a show I love, but I don't watch it as much as I could due to time limitations, and learn how to stop being a joke of a DM. Now look, I love Matthew. This, I believe, means Matthew Mercer, the host of Critical Role, or DM of Critical Role. Uh, and I do think he's one of the best DMs around, but I am not him, and I don't want to be compared to him. I'm not an actor or a voice actor. I take those classes for fun, and I just started on them. It just really makes me sad. He's one of the DMs that I do in fact look up to, and being compared to him just kills me inside. Honestly, I still don't know how to process it. I ended the session there and ended up crying myself to sleep. Now I have no clue how to go forward. Maybe I really should just abandon the DM mantle once and for all. It's disheartening and really made a blow to my mind. I'm sorry for this if it is just a rambling, but I really needed to put it out there. And that is an intense story. It's quite a lot to dissect, and I hope that the break between this episode and the next one will give you time to listen to it and kind of mull over how you feel about it and what your thoughts on it are. For now, though, let's get into our second story on the same topic of group cohesiveness. This is a story from one of my first campaigns, and the first one I have ever actually been able to see through to completion. The entire group had met up over a random post online, and nobody knew each other except for a pair of siblings who joined in. The most important character in this story is a player who I will call Jay. She was the oldest out of all of us, and she was certainly one of, if not the most, excited to get to play. As far as I was always told, it was her first campaign. The group starts out a bit awkward and rocky, but quickly falls into a nice and fun dynamic. We had a good bit of fun RPing and slashing our way through our DM's world. Jay, at the time, was playing a bard who was generally not well-liked by two out of five other characters. It should be said that these dislikes were strictly in-character, due to the bard being very selfish and vain. However, an effort was always made to make sure that we were not unnecessarily halting the story because my character dislikes Jay's character, so they wouldn't do that. Which actually worked really well. 
we had reached a fairly high level when disaster set in. I believe it was around 12th level that the party had to venture to the Underdark because of Jay's Bard's backstory. However, there we ran into a tough fight that nearly killed everyone. We were facing some drow and people were low on health, so a plan was made for everyone to gather up so an item could be used to teleport away. However, as this was going on, it just so happened that Jay's character was knocked unconscious and then killed. Now the party had two choices. Number one, run back into the fray of barely hurt enemies with everyone in the party on their last legs to get the bard. Or two, leave now, but save the rest of the party. The party ultimately chose option number two and left the dead bard behind. We end the session there and pick up the next game, with all other characters being incredibly unhappy with how their trip to the Underdark went. Even the two characters that did not like the bard were very obviously shaken. And then it happened. Jay introduced her new character. A female human wizard who looks just like Jay and has the same name. She also happened to be an incredibly annoying character who would actively try to sabotage the party. Her voice was at an ungodly volume and so high-pitched that it could shatter glass. Multiple party members asked her to tone it down, but she actually did the opposite when they asked, becoming even louder somehow. To this day, I'm convinced that Jay was just standing in front of her desk, microphone in hand, and yelling as loud as high-pitched as she could. Not only that, but she would also often accidentally catch people in the blast radius of her spells, or actively used spells like Wall of Flames to block the melee character's paths. And in RP, she often used spells against players, specifically using banishment to just force people to stop talking. Which we also asked her to stop doing, and she never listened. She, after weeks of us enduring the character, eventually not so subtly said that to her, this new character is the karma we got for leaving her bard behind. At this point, the entire group began ignoring her entirely. I think at the time, we were all too shy to ask her to leave, so, since she wouldn't listen to us asking her to tone it down, this was the best thing most of us could come up with. In hindsight, this is, of course, not the way to handle a player like that. When the campaign ended, she decided to leave. The group, by the by, is still playing together. We currently are coming up on our second anniversary. Wow. So, to sum it up, in our very first story, we have a player going off on a DM for being, quote, not good enough, end quote. That is something truly heartbreaking to hear. Uh, and then in our second story, we have a character who decides to take revenge on the entire group for something that happened during the roleplay. Now, each of these, the, the thing that they have the most in common is that they are issues about the cohesiveness of the group itself. As such, when I discuss them, that'll be the main topic, but I will be discussing 
both of these stories in a little bit different manner. So the first story is about expectations. It's about this idea of perfection, and it's about finding the right group for you and being able to communicate your desires, needs, and wants. What we can pretty clearly see is that that one player just didn't quite fit in with the rest of the group's expectations. And in fact, that's also what we see in the second story. That one player just didn't quite fit in with the rest of the group's expectations. So how can you avoid this, or how can you help to alleviate situations like these as they come up? Join me next episode where we will discuss just that. Thank you for listening to this episode of Running the Table. Please join me next episode where we will be dissecting these stories and discussing what group cohesiveness and player expectations mean in your game. As always, if you find yourself with questions, comments, stories, or discussion that you would like answered or talked about on this podcast about anything tabletop role-playing game related, please send them to rttpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Twitter at RunningTheTable. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. <laughs>